Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. We're live, pal. Hey, we're live, pal. Welcome, everyone, to a Tuesday edition of the A Side Live Chat. I'm sure we have fewer live watchers this time because it's a Tuesday, not a Wednesday. I'll explain that in a second, but uh, I hope everyone has had. Had a great New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Christmas, and all that jazz. Uh, if you didn't join us last week, but we are doing this Tuesday because I have to drive to start my quarantine before I catch my flight to Fight Island. So I'll be going back to Fight Island. We'll talk about that later for the three fight cards in seven days. So I won't be around tomorrow. So we decided to bump it up today. We should be back normal time next week, depending on. No, we'll have a media day or press conference or whatever on this Wednesday. But to be determined, but anyway, joining me this week is Alex Savis and Casey Lydon in sunny. Is it sunny over there in California? I'm just assuming. Yeah, yeah overcast. Always. Overcast, California. It's overcast here too, but uh, I digress. Alex, how's life? How has 2021 treated you so far? Oh, it's about the same. <laughs> It's been, actually, it was kind of a rough week yesterday. We had to take the cats to the vet for the routine vaccination, and it was just a disaster. With the COVID protocol, like you can't go into the vet's office with them, so you have to drop them off, and it's just like it's like dropping off your little babies at kindergarten. It just <laughs> breaks my heart. I really hated it, but all's good. All's good. We're good. All is well in the Savis. What's PJ's last name? Higgins? Higgins, Higgins Savis household. Casey, how's life in Englewood? Is it up to good still? Yeah, dude. Like I said, I said I'm saying this from the beginning. Once we hit January first, everything goes back to normal. We all knew this it wasn't the election; it was January first. Things are back to normal. Oh. Everything's good. Um, yeah, man, I had a super good New Year's Eve. Um, stayed home, watched movies. It was awesome. Watched Soul, which ruled. Still haven't um, seen it. So good. And then I saw freaking Wrestle Kingdom last night. Yeah, live. dude. I'm sure we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Oh, dude. We'll talk about it. Dude. We'll talk about Wrestle Kingdom. We'll talk about Ryzen. We'll talk about all the Japanese MMA professional wrestling you guys want to talk about. But you guys know the drill. You can ask whatever question you want in the chat. You can ask whatever question you want on Twitter. Hell, you could even text me because that's happened before. But, Casey, what is our first question <laughs> from our lovely listeners? First question. From strike.mx, so straight MX NYC on Twitter. Will there be a press conference for McGregor Poirier too? Seems like the hype level for seems like the hype level for this, in your opinion. Hashtag the A side. Um, I assume so. I'm not sure. We haven't gotten any sort of fight week schedule or anything, but they had one for the Habib Gaethje card. They had one for the Adesanya 
Costa, Reyes, Blahovich fight card. So I'm assuming there will be one for McGregor Poirier. I'm also willing to bet Michael Chandler, Dan Hooker will be there too. And I'm also willing to bet we'll get Cater and Holloway, maybe even Magni and Chiesa. I, if I'm the UFC, I try to just do one big press conference the week because I have to get there a week early. So for that, for those first seven days of nothing, once we get, can leave quarantine, I would just do a press conference with all those guys or everyone outside of McGregor and Poirier if you want to save those guys because it's three fight cards in seven days. So that's three weigh-ins, three media days. Uh, I don't know if the if the fans are going to be there or not yet. So I don't know what the media day situation is going to be like or weigh-in situation is going to be like. So I just try to do one big press conference like they used to do, but that's just me. What would you guys like to see? Casey, I'll start with you because you're going to be probably streaming everything with yeah. me. Uh, what would I like to see as far as what? Sorry. <laughs> would you like to see the big press conference with everyone? You want um, them to hold, you know? Uh, like. Nah. Well, hey, well, you know, they're not going to do the everyone thing. There's just, there's just going to be too many. It's going to have space protocols, I bet. I mean, yeah, I'd rather mm-hmm. just have each main event, guys, and – um. But as far as like the hype, I, I'm interested. I'm interested to see this. I'm just interested to see Connor with zero fans and how that reacts. You know, like him I'm you know, sure. doing some weird thing across the stage. You know, it just it's like oh, it's weird for no crowd. But all right, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm curious just, to how many curious if they do. Look. Yeah, if they allow any fans in general. That's well, remember that about. one press conference in New York after McGregor got in all that trouble? They didn't allow the fans in there. The and it was one. it yeah it was the dark, weird. The dark one. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. No, I'd be shocked if Dana didn't do a press conference for McGregor. Um, but I don't think it's going to have like the the level of excitement that people are expecting. I mean, because it's Poirier, like what? There's not going to be a lot of like disgusting. It's going to be like the it's going to be like the McGregor Cowboy one minus the fans mm-hmm. because remember Connor was on like his best behavior and Dana yeah. would shut down every single difficult question presented to Connor. <laughs> so I have a feeling it's going to be like that. Oh, I think it's going to be. The- I don't, I don't if there know. is a press conference, that is. There'll be a press conference, but they might be the best behavior just because they want to make sure this fight happens. <laughs> it's like, like, but um, yeah, it's gonna be weird. It's just gonna be weird. There's still, I still don't because people have asked me. I don't know what the fan situation is gonna be like. I don't know if fans are gonna be there. I don't know what the bubble is. I'm, I have no idea till I get there, or if, or they'll probably tell us next week. <laughs> Damn, I mean, it'd be interesting how the fans will react. Like, are they gonna be just? I don't know. Yeah. Are they going to be crazy? If there's fans, is it going to be just everyone's there for Connor, even in Abu Dhabi? <laughs> yeah. Or just seat fillers. <laughs> yeah. All right. Giving seats away. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Boza in the YouTube comments. Thoughts on Dane's obsession with Leon Edwards versus Hamza Shamayev needing to happen. So, yes, Hamza Shemaev still had COVID-like or was recovering from a bout of COVID. Leon Edwards was also recovering from COVID. This fight was supposed to happen on that. Was it the Wednesday card? Yeah, the Wednesday card. Hamza got pulled this time. It was Leon the first time. It was Hamza the second time. And they had Magni Chiesa, so Magni could have got the bump. Uh, according to Mike Hex's interview with Mike Chiesa, apparently that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Chiesa thought that once Hamza got pulled out, they were going to take the Magni fight away from him. Didn't happen because apparently Dana really wants Leon Edwards versus Hamza Shamayev. What are your guys' thoughts on this fight? Should the UFC have just booked the Magni, Leon Edwards Magni fight? Or what do you think about them just saving this fight in general for the third time? Well, I think I think Mr. Bose is correct here. Like it is a weird obsession that Dana has with this fight now. Um, maybe he's like, I'm gonna show the media like 
I can pick random names and make him fight <laughs> no matter what, you know, like, like may I don't know, may, maybe this is, maybe this is the new, um, uh, Habib versus, Fer- Habib versus Ferguson. I don't know. Maybe we need a new one to start. Um, it's weird. Um, I thought Shamayev should have, well, I guess he was sick. Maybe that's why he couldn't fight in the States, uh, uh, last, uh, couple weeks ago, um, for the original, uh, Edwards fight. Well, maybe. Um, yeah. They just didn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just want this. Fight. I'm. I don't know. Dana's weird. That's my thought. Yeah, I also think. <laughs> I also I think Hamza Shamayev being Leon Edwards is a guaranteed title shot. I think because he really, he's Hamza is his guy right now. We've seen this a million times where he's putting a rocket ship on him. So Hamza hasn't even fought a real welterweight yet, and he's already ranked. Uh, you beat Leon Edwards, you're gonna fight for the title. It's still a hard so fight for Leon Edwards because Leon Edwards yeah. smashes Shamayev. We're just gonna go. Oh, Shmaev was overrated. If Shmaev smashes Edwards, we're gonna like. Oh, Shmaev should definitely fight for the title. Yeah. When I say Shmaev, yeah, yeah. When I say Edwards Shmaev is for a title shot, I'm not talking about Leon Edwards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, so sad. It's very sad. But if he beats Shmaev, I wouldn't like. If he wants, if they want to book Edwards, like if in the scenario where Leon Edwards beats, if he beats Shmaev, like Wonder Boy's out there, Colby Covington's out there. Masvidal's out there. Who knows, man? But it's a weird time in the world where both of these guys train overseas, so it's going to be difficult with protocols going forward anyway. When do we think this fight's happening? <laughs> Does it happen it's by not- this summer? Yeah. Do you think, do you think it's just still happen? I'd say he seems so. Pretty, he seems pretty determined to get this done. If there's anything we don't want to do is bet against Dana White. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> If this Get happens again, like, like if Shamayev <laughs> if Shemayev pulls out again, then I imagine they'll just book another fight for Leon this time. They don't want to. That'd be the third time this fight falls apart. Yeah, this reminds me of a. No, I don't want to say it. I was thinking Charles Oliver and Nick Lentz trilogy. That, that that actually happened. That was just no. Hey man, we still got that. We still got that banner of the Charles Oliver Jim Miller trilogy. We could book. That, let's not forget those fights are one one two. All right, thank you, Mister Boza. Um, yeah, we got actually a look at this big old question. So, good God! So I, I broke it up into three parts, but this is from All our right. website. So uh, Tristan Gordet, probably right. Yep. Give yep. yeah, it. You wrote, you wrote a full on thesis for us. I like it. At MMA Fighting, what were your thoughts on Kyoji Horiguchi's win over Kaya Sakura this past week at Rising 26? Did you think it was premature as far as the stoppage goes or a good call? Also, would you like to see Horiguchi back in the UFC again? If he can make him run at the UFC Bantamweight division, especially the fact he's been considered the best fighter on the ATT roster. Uh, I didn't watch it live. I watched the replay. Casey, you watched it live, correct? Yeah, I watched it live. Uh, uh, what did you think of the stoppage? Just... It Real fine. quick, it was fine. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I had no no issues with the stuff. It was fine. Uh, uh, Oscar's head was kind of just he had, he had the glassy eyed look going. Um, that there yeah. were, I don't think there were issues. Yeah, sure. We, we wanted him to be out cold, cold, you know, because I think you know you always want a definitive knockout, knockout. But that's why we have TKOs. That's why we have refs, man. So you don't get those violent knockouts. Would you like to see Horiguchi back in the UFC? No, Anyone? no. <laughs> why? Why, man? We got. So- so we can fight once a year, you know. It's like, no, dude, have him fight over there. Have him fight big shows. Uh, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's he still fights in Bellator. You know, he, they're gonna do that thing eventually. Um, so no, of course not. 
I don't really care if he goes to the UFC or not. I like him in Ryzen, but if you want, like, I'm not going to say no to watching Horiguchi versus Yan or Horiguchi versus Figueredo. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So yeah, I just want to see Horiguchi me. fight. I don't want, yeah, I don't care how many yeah. sides of the damn cage there are. As long as he's happy. As long as the Gooch is happy. Is the Gooch, have you seen those videos? I've been sharing those videos of him just laughing. Have you seen this? Yeah. He's a very nice, he's oh. also a fisherman in MMA. He is the cutest laugh. In, he is the cutest laugh in MMA. Pound for pound, cutest laugh. I love it. Yeah, you know that video you put together, Alex, of like the best moments in 2020. You could probably, if if Horiguchi is active, you can make a full on video of just him. How about him he and is. Amanda Hebas? Yeah, yeah. Just oh man, forward. they both train at ATT. ATT. I love it. Get That's a room. lot of positivity in that inside <laughs> that building. Get him in a room, and I guess like and I, I know Gregor Gillespie. I know Gregor Gillespie also always claims best fisherman in MMA. I think it's Horiguchi. It's Horiguchi. Everyone knows that. I mean, we, 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 everyone's polite to Gregor. Like, sure, Gregor, you're the best, but we all know. Well, to be fair, Gregor Gillespie, when uh, he, he, he wanted to clarify, I can't remember the exact, there's very specific types of fishing, like freshwater, like saltwater, like fly fishing, this and that. He had a very specific type of fishing. He was, I am the best. This, there might be a better. Of a different type of fishing, but I am the best at this. So I don't know what type of fishing he does, and I don't know what type of fishing Horiguchi does. But I say instead of fighting, they just have a fisherman off. Three different types of fishing: one in Horiguchi's world, one in Greg Gillespie's world, and one neutral. But see, and that, make that happen. But see, Dana White cross promotion. <laughs> Come on, see that's the problem, man. Like these all these promoters are not letting the big fishermen fights happen. Yeah, Jeez, right, man. That's, that's all we want in 2021. Listen, if you're going to justify the cost of rising pay-per-view prices, at least throw in some fishing. You know, we got to get something. What do you think we're paying for? All right. That baiting tackle ain't free. No. <laughs> what was Horiguchi's first, last fight before this? I know he hurt his knee. It was a knock. He, he lost. It's when he lost. Yeah, but when? It was his loss last year to Kai. Yeah, what he, month was that? Oh, two years ago. He's been out for two years? The voice off camera. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, who fought more recently before this past week? Like before oh, Horiguchi's fight against – before Asakura and Horiguchi, who fought sooner, Horiguchi or Gregor Gillespie? Because Gregor oh, Gillespie fought in that MSG card at UFC 244. I'm assuming it's him then. I didn't know if, yeah. if Horiguchi had a fight between them. Anyway, we move on. <laughs> what was the next part of Tristan Gordet's thesis? <laughs> Were media and fans as skeptical as Zhang Wiley and her rise catapulted her in a title shot and winning it as they were with Hamzat Shemayev and his instant rise to possible stardom? Remember, it only took Wiley three fights to earn a title shot. Um, I think it caught me by surprise when she got her first title fight. I but I, she obviously, when she beat, was it Tisha? When she beat Tisha Torres, I thought she was lit. I knew she was legit, but I was surprised when they – because at the time when she got the title fight, wasn't she like, I don't know, sixth or fifth? And there was other fights that we wanted – like may, there were other fights that we assumed would happen, but then when they announced the Zhang Wiley – the Andrade Wiley fight in China, I remember Casey was surprised. I was surprised. Alex, were you surprised? Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us really – well, I'd be I'd be surprised if I wasn't surprised at any you know fight announcements, but the thing is like – Zhang Wiley had a lot more fights under her belt than Hamza does. So I think we've seen a lot more from her and we we've seen 
more dimensions of her than we've seen of Hamza Shemaev so far. Yeah, she was 16 and one when she made her UFC debut. Beat yeah. Danielle Taylor, who is probably an atom weight. Uh, beat Jessica Aguilar. Dude, she destroyed Strong. Jessica. Aguilar. Destroyed that, Jessica. That, that was the fight when I was like, "Oh my god, this woman yeah. is amazing." And Aguilar, I think her best days were behind her, unfortunately, when she made the UFC. She also had that bad knee injury or something, didn't she? Yeah, but, but, like, yeah, but right but, away. But, but, but what impressed me in that fight is Zang, I, I thought of her as a strong stand up fighter, but she just yeah, destroyed she Aguilar on the ground. Like, yeah. She, yeah. So I was like, Ooh. And then she beat Tisha. So, yeah, she was 3 0 in one year, less than a year, and they got the title fight in China. So. I don't remember what she was ranked. I remember thinking, I remember we were talking about like maybe one more win, get a title fight. But then when they announced it, I didn't hate it. It was, it was one of those timing is everything fights. You could tell. It was like, yeah. oh, it's just because of the way the Beijing card lined up and everything with Andrade's um, health. Well, not health, but she was yeah. healthy, but like the, the way the, the, the fighter schedules were. And then just made sense. I remember going down the list. I, I know we want people thought the Ioana fight probably because she beat Andrade already. So maybe do the rematch. For her first defense, the Rose fight, she Rose was taking time off. And then there were a few other ones that like Andrade had already beat or already had fights. So going down the list, it was like Joanna or Wiley were like the only two available. And I assumed it would be Joanna. But they did Wiley and the rest is history. It doesn't matter. And in the end, because she won fair and square. Did you watch it? I didn't even watch that fight. I, me- I, I, I remember I fell asleep on the couch and then, then like Esther just hit me. She's like, I was like, she's like, main event. I was like, oh, right, I missed the main event. And she's like, oh, it's done. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, I do remember. I remember um, because okay. I had to stay up to do the graphics and stuff for that fight. So I watched, I get that one and the Blades and Ganu fight card mixed up because they were both in Beijing or they're both, in, I don't right. remember they were both in Beijing, but they're both in China. Uh, so I get those two confused, but they were both very early. And Overeem was on one of the cards. I can't remember. Yeah, they both. Yeah, they both basically ended like when the second exchange or something. Yeah. Yes. And the third part, of that question. Is it just? Is it just impossible? Oh, wait, 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 Sorry, we didn't even answer the question. We just went over her. We just basically just went over how awesome she is. That's all we said. <laughs> uh, Shemayev, I think, is a little different because he broke a UFC record in his first two fights and then fought again like real quickly after that. So it just came out of nowhere. Also, none of us, like, we were talking about it, and I think our former co-worker, Danny Segura, made a good point on Twitter where when people were complaining about how Hamzat was the newcomer or breakthrough fighter of the year for their site, Junkie, as a, same as ours, and people were like, oh, it's Kevin Holland, it's Kevin Holland, Kevin Holland. Right. And Danny was like, Kevin Holland's been in the UFC since 2013. I didn't know who Hamzat Shemaev was until he entered the octagon, yeah. and now all of a sudden he's fighting in main events. So, like, after, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I didn't put Kevin Holland in my top five because the way it was presented to us was breakthrough fighter slash newcomer of the year. That takes Kevin Holland out of the running, in my opinion. Yeah, he's not a newcomer. I think he made my top five in the sense of where he started and where he ended. But Hamzat was clearly the the winner as far as where he started and where he ended. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was two. Kevin Holland was two or three for me, and Walking Buckley was the other. Was where was two or three? Walking's up because I I could could get that. Yeah. Yeah, Walking Buckley. I mean. He gets knocked out by Kevin Holland, and then his next fight, Kanye West is making music videos off of him. Like, that's, <laughs> like, come on, that was a big jump too. So yeah, but I agree, Hamzat was my breakthrough too. Uh, final is this his final one? Yeah. Is yeah. it just impossible to figure out and 
assess how a fighter is going to do when they make the U- their debut in the UFC after watching the rise of regional fighting scene? Does it just depend on how you rate the level of competition in that particular promotion? We expect fighters like Michael Chandler, Manel Cape, and possibly later down the road, Kayla Harrison, make a huge impact in the UFC and become future contenders. I didn't even know who certain fighters were until Casey or Heck mentioned them because of how closely they may have watched that particular fighter and other regional promotions. Well, I think it's pretty. It, I wouldn't call Bellator Rise in a regional promotion, though. But. Yeah, I would. I also <laughs> wouldn't say Manel Cape and Michael Chandler could be contenders down the road. They're contenders now. Yeah. Uh, especially Manel Cape is a contender because the division is pretty shallow still because they're rebuilding the flyweights, and Manel Cape is awesome. Not 100, I don't think he's going to be champion right away, like a lot of people think, but he's clearly top five. Michael Chandler is already a contender. He's beating a, some phenomenal fighters. Also lost to Will Brooks twice, which looks worse and worse every day. Uh, Kayla Harrison's only made 145 once, and she's not even in the UFC. Um, but as far as regional fighters go, I don't know. It just depends on – you just got to pay attention. Like, oh, I knew man. Casey Kenny. And I've, I've seen – I saw Casey Kenny. Like, Henry Cejudo it has well, – I saw him, like, his first or second MMA fight ever. In, in Arizona, I can't remember. It might have been in Arizona, um, but that was Henry Cejudo, like former Olympic gold medalist. Like he has the kind of the K. Harrison rub, where you just assume they're going to be good. But I've seen Justin Gaethje and Casey Kenny fight a lot on the regional scene in Arizona, and just knew they were going to be phenomenal moving forward. So I think some fighters just have it, or you know they they come from a good camp, so you kind of focus on them. That's how I've watched fights anyway. Yes, no, thoughts? I don't really pay um, a lot of attention to the regional scene, so I'm, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> um, you also just, like, no. you see, like, they come, like, anyone that came from the MMA lab or, like, fight ready in the, the Arizona regional scene, you just knew they were at least took it seriously. So you kind of pinpointed them to pay attention to. You know, they're, you know, you know, they're quality fighters. Were they going to be championship level? No. Fighters in UFC or Bellator, who knows? But you know they're obviously trained, very good dudes. Um, I yeah. just watch Street Beefs, and I go, oh, "This guy good." That's, that's all. I just watch Street Beefs. So that's what I did last night too. Before I watched even like before the match, I've never started. seen Street Beefs ever. Oh, so good! I see people tweet. I didn't even like. It wasn't even on my radar until recently. Dude, what is it? Their numbers are insane. Their YouTube numbers. Yeah, that's what I, I looked at. I'm like, this is – who was it the – like they do the weird intro and then the guy got knocked out like real quickly. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the first one I ever saw. Yeah, she, yeah, that kind of went viral and stuff. But they, they, they yeah. have that, now maybe thousands. I don't know, at least, at least a thousand fights up there. And they're all – they're all so, you're so close. It's so cool. And like, and it's so funny. And like they – and you, it, oh, street beefs. It's the best. Savage, get on, get on it. I, what Catch is up. it? <laughs> Google Street Backyard Fighting. Back, backyard Fighting. Backyard Fighting. But yeah, they have boxing, they have kickboxing, MMA, you know, they have rules of respect, you know, settle the beef, you know, in, Saint, in Satan's backyard. Um, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> is Dada 5000 making an appearance? No, it's not. It's not. It's, that's, that's different. It's not. That's different. Oh, get a, it right. Oh, a, my God. Street Beef. <laughs> Another one. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch 
against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Terrence Leverett, since no one has had the courage to ask last week, tell us about Cyberpunk 2077. Still chugging away at it. It's very, like, I got sidetracked a lot, so I've barely done any of the main quest. So I can't answer that, but I've discovered Keanu Reeves' character, and my God, is he bugged out. It's hilarious. Like watch it. Like I thought I, I hadn't run into too many bugs. Oh, it's I find I have more enjoyment looking at Keanu Reeves character just like glitching out than I do playing the game. It's phenomenal. <laughs> like you're in a car. So without spoiling anything, Keanu Reeves character is like not physically there, but you can like you're the only one that can see him. So like there's a part where you're sitting in a car and he just like shows up to you. And there's like a meme because he introduces himself at the same way every time. But he had, so he's sitting in a car, but it had glitched. So he was outside the car. So the car was going, but he looked like he was sitting on an invisible chair outside of the car, just like levitating around. It was great. It's the buggiest game I've ever played in my life, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, there are a lot of complaints about it, but I'm sure they're going to fix it up. It's very representative of Mass Effect Andromeda, where all the complaints they fix down the road. Hopefully, anyway. Do they just release the game before it's ready, or the game? So the they so had well. The problem, I, I think, a lot of people had a lot of like it. It had. Ex- I've never seen a game of higher expectations in my life because it's the same studio that made The Witcher Three, well, all the Witcher games. Um, they had a promised the most realistic, expansive city setting in video game history. Like every single uh, NPC was supposed to be its own like ai kind of thing so it wasn't like skyrim where it was just recycled animations over and over and over the same voices not true um it is very like every single character bugs out which is why it takes forever to load because they have to load so many npcs but they all glitch out all the time and they get stuck i'm sure people have seen it it looks like you're jesus christ crucified they just stand there in the middle of the street with their arms spread out like this because the computer can't load their animations and that's like the default pose um and they pushed it back three times this year. So it's supposed to be like September and then like October and then November. And then it finally came out. Uh, and it's just not done. Uh, the studio definitely got pressure from the, the people making the game definitely got pressure from like the high ups in the studio to get it out for Christmas. But it's 100 percent not done. It's like uh, it's 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 a phenomenal base game that they should have taken another year to finish. Do you think that I know they came out and said that they were going to offer like refunds to people? Was that justified? Mm-hmm. Like, is it that bad? Um, I've heard f- for the PlayStation get like for the PlayStation system. I hear it's unplayable at times. Yeah. Same as uh, like uh, the desk, the computer too. So PC gaming, but for Xbox, it's been fine. Uh, for new generation, apparently it's a lot better. But like, if you bought it for PS, what what PlayStation came out? PlayStation Five. Yeah. PS4, I guess it's like unplayable. So I couldn't tell you, but from the what I've seen online, if it's as bad as the video glitches I've seen, yeah, hundred percent, they should get all of their money back. That's wild. I'm just. Looking it's just not it. done. It's so weird. How is that? I feel like how's that legal? 
Yeah. It's, incomplete it's, video game, million, it's <laughs> happened so many times, like where games just come out and they're not finished. Like there are points where like I've seen the game where like all of a sudden there's just like, a missing piece of the floor. I'm like, oh, they clearly didn't finish coding this one section of the game. Or the thing that people keep pointing out is there is an entirely built monorail system in the game. Like you can go to a train station, you can see the train tracks, but there's no train. Like it never shows up. Whoa. And the NPCs that enter the train track, someone followed oh. them. They literally enter the train track, walk down the platform, up and back, and then leave. So it looks like they're getting off and on trains. Like they just they're just not done with it. I just think they got pressure to put it out in time for the holidays rather than wait and perfect it. Damn shareholders. Seriously. Also, the the teaser trailer came out seven years ago. Like that was the first teaser. And it was just artwork. And people were like, this is gonna be the best game of all time. It had such because again, the Witcher people made it. So they thought it was good. Also, I didn't expect it to be first person when I bought it, but I also didn't really look into it. This is not done. But so if you're going to get it, wait six months and then buy it. Because the first update was like 50 gigs. Well, Jose, um, thank you. Thank you for having the courage to speak about (laughs) Cyberpunk 2077. People hate on it. I think it's funny. Also, when you scan certain people, you can see if they've committed crimes. And you can, or you can find like, so if you just see a random person walking down the street, you can scan them with your like cybernetic eye and it will tell you if they committed crimes. And one of the registered crimes is putting pineapple on pizza. Mm. Two stars. So you can scan an NPC and it was like unlawful use of pizza to pineapple. Like it's real, like official. (laughs) Pineapple on pizza is fine. Sweet. No, it's awful. It's terrible. If you don't like, you don't like it. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you like, like. People put mushrooms on uh, pizzas. I don't make mushrooms. I'm like, it's still a pizza. I don't get it, man. Why are people hating on other people's pizzas and enjoyment? I don't make fun it's of it. You're from the city of soup. You understand? Oh <laughs> I don't live in the city of soup. I left. It smells too much yeah. like soup. I wonder why. She trained her soup for her LA avocado toast. Mm. Joseph Boza, how historic is is how historic is for the UFC that UFC on ABC one is Holloway versus Cater. That is a good main event to debut on ABC. A potential shot at Volkanovsky could be on the line. Uh, UFC on ABC is awesome for people who, yeah, it's awesome. Anytime it's a big network shows any sort of mixed martial arts, it's great. I don't think Holloway winning is going to get him a shot at Volkanovsky again, though. Isn't this going against um college? I mean, um, the playoff football too. Don't know. I think it's going. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it would be the day before, the, right? No, I, I think that I, I pretty. I thought. I thought that's what I thought I read. That's why they're because ABC is oh. competing against um, um NFL football oh, NFL playoffs. Maybe could be it wrong. Makes sense. Doesn't ABC usually show have NFL playoffs though? No, I think they, I don't watch NFL. What what's, what networks? It's like Fox, show? NBC, ABC, ESPN are the big ones. Yeah. Well. And the Super Bowl is on a like the Super Bowl's on a rotation. So it'll be Fox and then like ABC and then NBC. And then like they constantly rotate it every year. So every year it's a different uh broadcast for the Super Bowl. So one person doesn't monopolize it. That's why whenever the UFC or the Super Bowl was on Fox, the UFC would hold the Fox card the Saturday before, wherever the UFC was. So the year it was in Houston was on Fox, so they did Korean Zombie Bermudas in Houston. And they used to do pay-per-views before, but they, they, they started doing just fight nights. 
Yeah, uh, Anderson Silva versus uh, Nick Diaz was Super Bowl weekend. Because that that Super Bowl was in Arizona, and I was gonna watch that. Obviously, I was gonna watch the Nick Diaz Anderson Silva Nick Diaz pay per view. But the last minute, they announced the Roots were playing a giant free concert downtown, so I went to see the Roots instead. Fair enough. <laughs> How historic is this? It's, you know, regular historic. I will say MMA is not a very accessible sport for people. I, it, and it's getting better as far as like, okay, it's on ESPN. You're going to tune into ESPN and you're going to watch the whole card. But before, my God, it was like, okay, fight pass, switch to this, switch to this. And I'm like, I'm freaking lost, dude. Like, I don't know where this is. And now we've got one other place to check to another, try to find your another channel. Oh, man. Like, I don't know. Hopefully we can simplify that in the future, but I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, it's whatever it's, they were on Fox, uh, strike forces on CBS. He was on CBS. You know, we've seen, we've seen MMA on network TV before, I guess. Um, yeah, cool. It's a good main event. Yeah. So Saturday's awesome fun main event. I don't know what it means as far as who's fight. Who's, who's this Saturday's, this Saturday's playoffs are on CBS, Fox and NBC, but I don't know what the next week's schedules are. So, uh, it would be during the divisional round, if I'm not mistaken, because this would be the wild card. But Alex doesn't watch football. Casey, do you watch football? Okay. Dude, they're, 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 I can, they're building a new football stadium right down the street. I was like, yeah. oh, that sucks. No, they're done. I thought they were done. They're done with that stadium, I thought. I don't know. It's really it's gigantic. Wait. That's why I used to go see Muay Thai fights. But now it's, yeah. like a, now it's a football stadium. I can one up you, Casey. I picked a college because they didn't have a football team because I didn't want to have to force myself to go to Saturday morning tailgates at 7 a.m. and then go watch a football game. Nope. Shout out Bradley University. Got rid of the football team in 1970. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, L.A. Chargers and the L.A. Rams share the stadium down the, down the road from you, Casey. The Chargers just fired their head coach. They probably have the most coveted head coaching job in all of football, college or NFL right now. I mean, so I, hey, if you're out there looking for a job, there's an opening. Yeah, dog. Send your resume. And uh, the Houston yeah. Texans are terrible, and JJ Watt's gonna leave. Oh, I like that. He's I, like gonna go, I like that JJ Watt guy. Everyone likes JJ Watt. He's basically the Rock if the Rock stayed playing football. Yeah, he's like he's like a total bro, but like, oh, but you're kind of cool, man. All right, you're he guy. is a bro, but he's like when cool he got married, he's a cool bro. His he, I can't remember who he's married to, but he's married to a professional soccer player. Yeah, she plays uh, for Chicago oh, wow. right now. Yeah, cool. she and he is very much like like when he, when he goes to games, he'll be like so and so's husband on the back of his jersey instead uh-huh. of you know like he's very like yeah he's good. He's been I very adamant that. when she's referred to in articles as JJ Watt's wife. He's very adamant to call it out and be like she has a friggin' name of her own. Thank you very much. Yeah. So respect exactly. JJ. He's also p- could have if he didn't get hurt so much for like those few years, he could be the best defensive player in the history of football. So not so he's he's actually really good too. He's not just oh he no he's not just good. He's like generation. He is like when you were next to me when Mookie Betts got traded. Mm-hmm. This if I was a Texans fan and JJ Watt left, I would cry. He is a generational talent that you don't come across every day. That's cool. That's good. That's that's, that's good. Enough. And when he re- says he's a good guy too, when that's he nice. retires, he will be as find just as much success in Hollywood if he chooses to go down that path. He could be like the. Um, oh, he could be the Rock. Like he rock. could be the Rock. Awesome. Yeah, I, I know. I saw, I, saw, I saw a couple of his skits on when he was on Saturday Night Live. So I was like, oh, yeah, he's funny. 
He's very well spoken. And uh, if you, I watched when he, when they did the, what's that show? Uh, Hard Knocks. They did the Texans one year, and he was like going over his like sleep schedule and workout thing. There's like a 500 pound like tire that he's like my rookie year. I flipped this once. Now I flip it 30 times a day or something crazy like that. <laughs> he sleeps like 12 hours a day. And then like he breaks down, like you don't sound like you have any sort of fun in your life, but he's hyper dedicated to football. Very nice man too. Wait, he sleeps 12 hours a day. Something like that yeah, at night. Yeah. So, Cause like his body to recover oh, and everything. And he's like, like a, ro- a rookie's like, Oh, I'm going out to dinner. You want to come? He goes, no, I got to go to bed at 8 PM. Like he's hyper dedicated to his craft. That's the only way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, yeah, got it. And it shows. He, it's if he's not hurt. He's he could be the best football player ever. And when when the floods in Texas happened, uh, him and Altuve, Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros, did so much for that community that they both won co-athlete of the year for Sports Illustrated. Aww. And then when they did the the first game back in the stadium in Houston, because that's where a lot of people were like went to um, to escape the floods. He came out and was all emotional and everything, and then he shattered his leg and was out for the whole season. Why would he do that? So, well, I don't know, man. Get it together. <laughs> JJ, yeah, I was just a big fan of you. I just wanted to hold me. Like, I just, like, I feel like, I, you I know like who might just, be, just just pick me up and carry me around, sir. And you know who might be better. You know, you know who might be better than him in football. His brother, TJ Watt. Oof. Plays for the Steelers. They're both phenomenal, and TJ Watt is. Uh, Probably going to win Defense Player of the Year this year. Is he as adorable as a person? Like, yes. What I want him to hold me. Um, JJ Watt is built like a triangle. Like his shoulders are really big, and he has like really like marathon runner legs. And TJ Watt looks like 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 Francis Gano. If he was Francis Gano, was white. He's just a huge muscular man. So it depends on what shape of human being you're looking for. All right, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for your question, Joseph Bozo. Look at us talking football. <laughs> I'm talking JJ. Talking talk football. All right, all right. Uh, I think I owe someone some money for that. <laughs> oh, here, where's that? Where's that question go? Okay, this is a long question. Enjoy this one. <laughs> Prediction time from MMG Two K Twenty. Who will? Who will all the UFC champions be on January 1st, 2022? So one year from now, who will be UFC champion? Man. <sighs> start from the top. <laughs> yeah, let's start at the top. Heavyweight. We'll see. We'll, no, it's going to be uh, Mr. It's going to be Mr. John Nagano. Jones. Mr. No, it's going to be John Jones. John Jones. It's going to be John no. Jones. No. Is, is John Jones going to beat Nagano or is John Jones yeah. going to beat Stipe? Yes. John Jones not beating Nganu. Yeah, I think for I think John Jones beats both of them. <laughs> I think John Jones kids are the best light heavyweight and heavyweight in the world. Well, we'll see about that one. Let's 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 bookmark this and come back to it. Yeah, I'm fine with being. I'm also fine being wrong. Like clearly, you're fine with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Light heavyweight. John Jones seems to me like I, I I just don't believe he's fighting anymore. He he feels like the PFL. It's just a thing people talk about, but I don't actually see. <laughs> yeah, know? that's a good point. Even if he does become champion, heavyweight champion this year, will it still be by next year? Probably not. I don't. Yeah, I I just I don't, he might be gone. I just don't see. I I'll be shocked if John Jones fights next year. 
I just just because I don't Is know just, things are stupid. <laughs> I think he'll fight once, maybe twice at the max, twenty twenty two. Because I don't think he'll fight heavyweight until the summer, and then maybe one more at the end of the year. Uh, but I think John will be heavyweight champion. Light heavyweight, I have no idea. Perhaps no God. idea. Ooh, could be Jerry. It very well could be Jerry. It could be Dom. It could be Jan. It could be Izzy. There's so many because now it's open. We haven't had an open light heavyweight division in like ten years. No that, way, that's Izzy. It's, it's gonna be. But is it? Well, 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 if he's is he gonna get vacated? Is it? We have to vacate. Is he gonna yeah. fight in both divisions? Middleweight. Yeah, middleweight's tricky because it might come down to whether Izzy vacates or not. No one's gonna. If Izzy, he won't. He won't get beaten, but he might leave. Eighty-five division. If someone's gonna beat him in middleweight, like I don't know, like Whitaker could be champion if Izzy vacates or he just beats Izzy. I think that. So I think Whitaker is the best answer outside of Izzy. Correct. Next. <laughs> Welterweight's wait, 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 tough. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. I think Burns. I think because he's going to be an active champ. I think he's going to beat Usman and probably stay up there. So Burns is going to be is ducking Shmaev. Is that is that is that the why he's going to get yeah. out? Yeah. <laughs> Colby Covington would be it. Colby Covington is a good answer too. Oh, no, I forget about him. That's a answer. I don't think that's a good answer. I think if he's I, – would you be surprised if he's champion January 2022? I wouldn't. I would. Yes. He's just like – for what people what, – whatever you feel about Colby Covington or not, he's a phenomenal fighter. He might just be the second best welterweight in the world, but nah. I would like to see him – I would like to see that rematch against Usman. That was a really good fight. He's in new camp now. Um, right. so like, lightweight. That's vacated. That's vacated right no now. No cool. clue. No idea. I say no idea. We could have three lightweight champions in one year. If anything, Connor could win it and then not fight until 2022, and he's just champion still because he never fought. Please don't. Like he's still the 45 champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, if say because that whole you saw that whole Twitter DM thing, that automated DM thing on Twitter, the UFC's bot. I tried it and I got the exact same. Like, tune into the lightweight title fight. But then I tried, someone else tried it again, and they'd already fixed it. So if Connor wins January and then takes another year off like he did, and he's still champion, wouldn't surprise me either. Um, Poirier, Gaethje, all those. There's so many. There's so many. Featherweight is also tough because Brian Ortega looks really good. Re- Brian Ortega looks really good. But Volkanovski hasn't lost yet in the UFC. Man, I don't know. The only champion I can confidently say will still be champion this time next year, if she continues to fight, is Amanda Nunes a featherweight, and then she might vacate the bantamweight one. I don't know. I, Amanda Nunes with some sort of belt this time next year. I'm, I can confidently say. Valentina too, maybe. Yeah, I think Shevchenko's still there. What about men's Casey, flyweight? I think I think rematch Moreno. And then I think we see a trilogy and goes back to Figueredo. I just see these. I, I just see these belts being defended so rarely because I. I, just, I agree. I think at most two times for each division at most. Who? Uh, I'll ask. Who will? Which champion will have the most fights in 2020, 2021? That's a different question. Oh, that's. that's easier. I think. Uh, I think it's gonna be one of the, the smaller weight classes. Um, I think it could be men's flyweight. 
or men's. I want. I, I'm hoping men's bantamweight. I'm hoping either men's flyweight or men's bantamweight. They, they have the most because they're not as expensive, and you can have them as co-main events on pay-per-views or main events for fight nights. So yeah, that's why. That's we just more, we gotta get that. Thing. Yeah, we gotta get that first title fight between Jan and Sterling out of the way, and we still don't have a date for that. Why not? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, if Burns wins, he's gonna want to be active. Yeah. All right. Same well, as Ngannou. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see how we. Uh, did he get? Did he actually get sick? Sick from COVID? Who? Um, Gilbert Burns. Or did his? Yeah. He actually. Got yeah, that was sick. July. Oh yeah. yeah like go read Jeremy's story. He talks about like remember, the. Yeah. Um, he talks about the the symptoms and everything, and he was really sad watching Masvidal Usman. Uh, or Usman Masvidal because it should have been him, but he's like, honestly, I, it's a good thing I didn't fight. I would have. There's no way I could have fought. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've been now all this new research coming on these long-term effects of the virus, especially people who, who, who had symptoms, and so I'm, I'm, you know, you just hope, hope, hope there's no long-lasting effects on all these guys. Uh, did we cover it all? Yeah. No, women's straw weight. Oh, women's straw weight. Ooh, witty. Ms. Ms. Zang, Ms. Zang should keep it. Um, I think Valentina could will only lose to Wei Li if she goes up. I don't think she'll lose to Valentina. I mean, I, don't, I think Valentina would beat her if, if Wei Li goes up in weight like Dana wants. Um, Rose is a tough fight. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. Oh, The second, if they want to rematch, if that ever happens, it's a tough fight too. Yeah, like a, a lot of people, a lot of people think Joanna won the first fight. Uh, okay, but either way, <laughs> yeah, it's like well, either way, she won. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, uh, there's a lot. Like, if she, wait, Wiley, it depends on who she fights this year, I think. Um, but yeah, she could absolutely like I favor her to have the title. Yeah. But like, if Rose, Joanna, or anyone else dethrones her, wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, uh, she's not invincible yet in my mind. Yeah, and when I say this, I'm thinking like, like if if this if next year is gonna be a completely normal year where people can just travel yeah. internationally freely, um, but yeah, that's that's gonna mess up so many things. Ooh, and and now um now Dana doesn't have his boy in the White House to maybe pull some strings for getting some visas and stuff. You know, that's actually he's gonna create issues, man. So he's made calls. You're man. not wrong. You're not wrong. So yeah, that so it's, it's bad for us if we want the cool fights. <laughs> All right. The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May seventeenth, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Walid Ray Ride Red Ride. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. Let's say Israel beats Jan for the light heavyweight title. 
What division would he vacate? I can't see him fighting Glover because that fight wouldn't sell. Maybe he waits for a name like Till or Holland. Hmm. I don't think Izzy vacates any immediately. If it's up to mm-hmm. Izzy, he would fight uh, probably almost every pay per view. But because yeah. now that he's in that top tier money wise, I mean everything. Like as soon as as soon as these guys get that level, they can fight every week at when they're making you know a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Once they're making the millions, then all of a sudden they're not fighting as much because it's harder to book them. And um, and UFC has to be much more strategic in how they book it. Um. I think Izzy's just going to be double if if he beats Jan if because that's still a not guaranteed if he beats Jan I think he's they're going to let him hold on to as both of them as long as he wants it's going to be up to him to vacate the UFC's not going to strip him. I also don't think if Izzy beats Jan then that Glover would be next anyway. Unfortunately, I agree. Unfortunately, it's going to be so weird if just John not fighting or i guess he's fighting stipe like I no i think dana white said that john jones will fight the winner of stipe and francis yes i mean john jones won't be fighting for probably another year until it may be the end of 2021 that is a yeah. lot of ring uh, john jones is like he's not like, a, like he's uh, how old john he's jones had now? long break he's had long breaks yeah he came back Before. and looked how he looked against osp <laughs> so yeah, so but then he came back and head kicked Daniel Cormier. Uh, he did, but then um, something else happened. It's not a win. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah at it's that. not a win. <laughs> not a win. But he smashed up Gustafson on yeah. very another weird card. That was weird. Um, I'm glad he. Met, I'm glad Waleed added Holland though, as being like a big name opponent. Like Tiller Holland's like Whitaker's still a card, but what? Who does Chandler fight after he whoops Hooker? That's. I don't think he's gonna whoop him. Like that's a tough <laughs> fight for both guys. Macy, mm. does Chandler get a title shot after he beats if, if he beats Hooker? Convincingly, or not convincingly, dude. If you just if you get your arm raised against Hooker, yeah, that's convincing enough. Hmm. Hmm. No. That's so weird. How you you can be the the backup fighter, but then. Even after a win, you still won't get your title. Like he somehow he went, he went farther back in line. <laughs> if, if, even if I would say, because he's on the same card as Connor Poirier, I would bet the winner of this fight of Chandler Hooker fights. Damn man, I don't know. Because Gaethje's there, Oliveira's there. I think we can answer this after the Connor Poirier fight or the Poirier McGregor fight. There's no champ. Yeah, there's no. Champ. <laughs> Rumor is the champ retired. <laughs> Rumor is. I, I don't know. If, Man, I, don't I don't know, know if there's any documentation of it, or did anyone film it? Because there, there are right now, there are six fighters that could fight for the lightweight championship of the world, and I don't think anyone would have complaints. McGregor, Poirier, Chandler, Gaethje, Oliveira, and then I'll even add Hooker because he's part of this. Like any one of those six. After Saturday, could fight for a championship, and no one would, would. You guys complain? No, no. Casey's like, yeah, I would complain. Tournament. Just, just yeah, to complain. Just have a freaking <laughs> tournament. Have a freaking tournament. God dang it! They're never going to do a tournament. No, dog. Nope. 
And remember, let's not forget, Connor's already said he wanted to fight RDA too. Hey, who did RDA just beat? Felder, right? Felder. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, man, yeah, you got you got RDA right there too. Um, I don't know. Makachev is up there if he ever gets a fight. Did he find Dober? If I'm not mistaken, maybe? I don't know. Um, no. So I don't know. Yeah. Got to beat Hooker first. Because Michael Chandler has been in some bangers and Hooker has been in some bangers. Hooker has the um, quarantine situation. He has to go back to New Zealand. And for all we know, both get six months medical suspension. So let's not talk about making title fight. Mm-hmm. This commenter's name is Your Daddy. Oh, well, I didn't what? see the icon. <laughs> and just describe the picture first. <laughs> it is a scantily clad woman, which appears to be a rubber ball in her mouth, tied to her mouth. There you go. I'm that not going to use the words that it is, but yeah. That must have been an there accident somehow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whoops. <laughs> Who should Zabit fight other than Yair? Korean zombie. Boom. Next. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Mr. Daddy. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, so your daddy or my daddy? It says your daddy. Well, it's your, wait. If I'm, uh, hello. So it's your daddy. Your daddy? It's a paradox. It's my daddy. Whoa. Whoa. I'm going to put this one because I do not know the answer, but. Jonathan Ram, given Shamaya video coming out with Kadyrov last week, a person the U.S. has sanctions against, should Shamaya's visa be revoked and the UFC be blocked from doing business with Shamayev? I don't know. Should about that. is yeah, yeah. They're not going. Yeah. To. They're not going to. That's the answer. This would be a good question for actually. It's. Ask Kareem Zidane on Twitter. He'll give you an answer because he follows this and reports on it all of the time. Um, yeah, the UFC's not the UFC's not going to do it. Well, it's, like, not U- it's not, not going to be the UFC's call. It's going to be the U.S. government could could um, revoke. His- Maybe because the, there's been a lot of athletes that I that like I've read about that don't necessarily they might not want to be there or take photos with him. But it's not like it's one of those situations where you can't say no. For your own good. Absolutely. Like, uh, I remember when Mo Salah in the last World Cup was the last World Cup. Yeah. He had, like, I read that he had, like, gotten woken up and basically just, like, taken to him and, like, had to have dinner with him or breakfast. And he's like, Where am I? Like, it looks like he didn't know what was going on. So you can't say no to taking photos with him. So I don't know the situation. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's a, I, but that is a good question, Mr. Ram. It is. And um, I don't know the answer to that. And, um, yeah, and that's actually going to be up to the um, the U.S. government if they're going to him, as far as I know, to enforce that. You know him? Well, I don't know. This, this is, you know, when I got into MMA, I was like, you know what? It's, I'm going to study guys' arm bars, what's the kimura, all this stuff. And now, you know, twelve years later, I got to know a freaking foreign policy. <laughs> I, you have to be a foreign policy expert now. Like, it's crazy. I was like, I, um, I don't know the answer to that. But I have a is, feeling though, is, like this is it is a serious it is a real issue though. Yeah. It's not gonna be like an instant gratification thing, like, oh, instantly Shamayev can't fight. This is gonna be an ongoing thing for a while. We won't hear about it probably for a long time. Yeah. 
He's also not the first fighter to be have a photo taken next to Kadyrov. Post sanctions, because I know those sanctions mm -hmm. got, like, mm. got. All right, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's why. That's that why. That's sense. why this question is though now unique. So um, yeah. Because like Kamar Usman got in there just in time before the sanctions went in. I think. <laughs> <laughs> he also like Kadyrov is banned next to like the UFC. Like he's been Cade side. Yep. And you should talk to UFC staff about that night. It's crazy. Like they said, he just appeared and just walked in, no ticket, and they were like, and people are like, "Yeah, good luck," telling him he can't come in. Oh, dude! What, Hashtag. I, what, I, I was ahead. I was like avoiding eye contact with those people because I was like, "Dude, I want to make sure I can fly back to America when when I was over was there." there I was yeah, he was there for that. I was. Oh, was this out? I thought it was the Moscow card. No, no, he was he was at the um he was at Habib Poirier. I think he was also at one of the Moscow St. Petersburg cards. Yeah, he was sitting in front, front, front row. Dana claimed he didn't hashtag, know he was there again. Sorry. Hashtag the A side. What's the better champ versus champ? Adesanya versus Jan or Horiguchi versus Archuleta? Archuleta? Well, one's one's a champ champ going up divisions. One's just cross promotional. Cross promotional. So they're no different. Um, Dude. Horiguchi Archuleta. That's that's awesome. Horiguchi Pitbull would be bananas too. Pitbull looks like he can make 135. I like to see Pitbull go down. Have Pitbull at 35 right. versus, um, um, I don't know, could be anyone. Yeah. Uh, I would say right now, Jan versus Israel, just because A, that fight is booked and it's a fighter going up in weight, but both are awesome. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Can't lose with that one. No wrong answer. Do, do, do. Um, Someone said I tried too hard being a hipster. Okay, I'll try. Damn it, Casey. I'll try. Less Everyone hard. loves a try. What did what did he yeah. say? Everyone loves a try hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna. Oh man, why? Any questions? Here we go. What's going on with him? Lucas Bayford does cost to make it back to the top, comma title contention. I mean, he's still in the top five. It's not like he fell out. If Israel Adesanya does vacate the middleweight title for whatever reason, I don't think he is, but if he does, I don't hate Costa versus Whitaker for a vacant title. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Just based off rankings, but if they want to do something like it's Whitaker versus fill in the blank. Like, even if it's Israel Adesanya, Robert Whitaker too, if Robert Whitaker fights at middleweight again, it should have some sort of title, interim, vacant, undisputed title on the line. Just my opinion. I'm sure we all agree that Rob Whitaker is right for number one contender. Yeah, yeah. It's just, still, just a matter of it being tied up. Since he's on a win streak, is it crazy to have Whitaker versus Vittori? Um, I would like to see Vittori versus Till, honestly. You want, but if, if, if Whitaker needs an opponent with a win, I mean, it's kind of weird giving Costa a title shot or interim title yeah. shot after that You're not smoking. Wrong. You're not wrong. If yeah. they want Vittori, like if they make Vittori versus um, Whitaker, cool. I'm fine with that too. But uh, I like Till Vittori just because they kind of like Till was supposed to fight Hermanson and then Vittori stepped in, won, and then they kind of seemed to match make that themselves on Twitter for the uh, yeah the European 
best Europe, European middleweight title. Uh, Bronson, ha- like if Holland knocks out Bronson and goes six fight win streak, like I wouldn't hate him fighting Robert Whitaker either. No. Uh, <laughs> Whitaker's already beaten Bronson, so I don't think that fight would happen. And then Cost is there too. So yeah, middleweight's awesome. It should be fill in the blank versus Robert Whitaker at some for something. Yeah. Doesn't Robert Whitaker have the most wholesome social media accounts? Like his Twitter. It's up there. Way up there. It's just easily so. top five pound for pound most wholesome yeah. social media presences in the world. It's the cutest. Um, also, his uh, his countdowns are also adorable when his kids will have the matching singlets and they're like doing the head rolls. Ron Swanson, the real Ron Swanson. What happens to Chandler if he loses? Still top 10. Eddie Alvarez lost his first yeah. his UFC debut too. Oh, he, won, he won the championship. Yeah, I think, I think it, it'll be fine. I think it just sucks for Chandler on a personal level. <laughs> yeah, Joker, like but, he doesn't uh, get half his paycheck, and that's awful. Yeah. Uh, and I, I also think it depends on how he loses. If he loses, like Eddie Alvarez, that fight against Cowboy, he didn't get smoked. Like that was a close fight. Yeah, like he got. Remember when he got him in that clinch and just had like ten blows. Oh. Like back oh, to dude, back Eddie to back looked like he was about to finish that fight and like within the first couple of minutes. Uh, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then he lost and then he rattled off. The good thing about Lightweight is it has so many big names that Chandler's always – because Eddie lost and then he beat Gil, uh, Pettis. Who else did he beat? Do you have to win three to get the title fight? Gaethje. No, Gaethje was after. Gaethje was after. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, I, remember, I remember Eddie had to go into wrestle mode. I think it was Gil. It was well, Gil. Blew his eye up. Against, he blew his eye up against Gil. Remember? Yeah, Gil. Because he, he blew his nose. Yeah. Um, and then when he fought Pettis, you're, I don't think he just wanted to stand with Pettis. Yeah. So then he beat Gil and Pettis back to back splits, and then beat RDA on fight pass. <laughs> so I think it just depends on if and how he loses. Man, he had no easy fights, did he? Who? Eddie. No. Cowboy, Gill, Pettis, RDA, Connor, Poirier, Gaethje, Poirier. <laughs> God damn. You know that's the, like the, Anthony Pettis' run too. When um when RDA had a, got booked against Alvarez, that kind of felt like when um Andrade got booked against uh Zhang. Wiley. Wiley. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like one of those right. I guess so, you know, sure. You know, the time. Remember it was a fight night, it was a fight pass card, it was like a free, yeah. you know. It was the uh well, that was the uh, three title fights in three days, or three yeah three title fights or three cards. So because it was like Eddie RDA, Joanna, uh, Claudia two, and then it was the Aldo McGregor show. If I remember correctly, no wait, that was July. Man, I don't know. Yeah, it all blends <laughs> together. It all, all right, blends uh, together for me. Uh, last question. <laughs> Alex, you want to read this one then? Would Jake Paul beat Nganu? Come on, Rich. I think we all know the My real question is, yes. is why is the P in Jake Paul the only thing uppercased in all of this? <laughs> um I you know I think I, I I think Jake I don't know, maybe Jake Paul no yeah. I, I, I I'm not even gonna this question. You I'm put gonna, it up. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. All right, all right. Last one. Last one. You see, Jay, I saw Jake Paul selling his house so he can focus on fighting. Yeah, he's moving to Texas. Or he didn't say where he's moving, but he's leaving California. Jake Paul is? Yeah, he's selling his mansion in Calabasas. Oh, no. 
Yeah. I was, so you're all friends with Andres when he was on the A side and he covers box. He had, like, we cover boxing if it's like a big, if it's a big fight or like if there's an MMA cross promotion type thing. Like, Andres actually covers boxing. Like, he studies it, watches it. He's been doing it for a long time. When he was on the A side, he's like, Jake Paul has a good jab. Like he works on it. Like he actually takes it seriously. So uh, the fact that he's like, I wasn't surprised he beat Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson's a better athlete. Jake Paul is actually a, like actually trains all of the time and has a very good jab for someone of his level of fighting. Like he has a compared to if ever you take everyone else that's like what two and zero, one and zero at thing. Jake Paul has a very good jab that will shock a lot of people when you get in there with them. So uh, Jake Paul, I think his shenanigans overshadow how seriously he takes boxing and how much he's much time he's putting into it. Will he be a heavy champion? No. Will he be Connor? No. But if he fights people that are two and oh, one and oh, three and oh, whatever it is, I think he could do something. Uh, but he's not going to be a champion. I also just think people underestimate how good he is at boxing for a man of who's had so few fights. Yeah. I don't doubt that he's got actual talent him, him or his brother. Like, yeah, they're obviously good at what they do, which just, they just happen to be clowns on YouTube and that's why nobody takes them seriously. But also like celebrity boxing is like, it's not a new concept. It's not, yeah, it's yeah, not, it wasn't invented by the Paul brothers. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, but it's just, instead of celebrity boxing, now it's uh, YouTube, um, what do you, YouTube personalities, uh, influencer, <laughs> influencer, influence, it's just influencer yeah. combat. Yeah. Influ- that's all. It's just, that's, that's what it's going to be. It's just going to be, that's going to be the next, the next five, six years. It's going to be just, Big Instagram stars fighting them, transitioning and fighting in other sports. I mean, fighting in other, whatever, like doing. I don't know, what, what what is he doing YouTube? I don't get it. When they say YouTube person, like, what what does he do? I don't. Like, Shenanigans. What like 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 jackass videos and stuff? Like what is yeah, he, he's running jackass videos, videos uh, pranks, spend a lot of money, like. I'm going to build, I'm going to buy a pool and fill it with jelly beans and jump into it because it looks fun. Like stuff like that. Just tomfoolery. All right. Cool. Do uh, a millennial that has a lot of disposable income that makes his disposable income from doing said tomfoolery. So he just keeps trying to one up himself. I mean, I know he's making money off this, but cool. making a lot of money. Watch my six, six, six in the YouTube comment. What was GSP's big announcement? Uh, Budweiser, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Teamed not up with like beer, yeah. Or was it the yeah, not like alcoholic or hard like seltzer? seltzer type thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non alcoholic seltzer is that just seltzer? But it tastes like Budweiser or something, Bud Light. I don't know. Well, you pay for that, it was not what you expected. Okay. If that answers your question, <laughs> no, I did not think GSP's big announcement was gonna be non alcoholic <laughs> seltzer tasting Bud Light, <laughs> but it's 2021, new year. All right, um. Last question because we're at the hour mark. Jack Attack MMA. Does Jones have legitimate plans to debut at heavyweight? And if so, why the hold up? Yes, and he's getting yes, he's definitely gonna debut at heavyweight. Uh, I think it will be this year. And if you follow his Instagram, he's uh taking his like John Jones does everything calculated. He's not just gonna he doesn't want to be a light heavyweight that just doesn't cut weight. Like he wants, like he said, four years. If he moves up to heavyweight, he's going to take time to become, make his body an actual heavyweight fighter. He's not going to be like um, Israel Adesanya, who's doesn't want to cut weight. He's just like Israel when he fights Jan, it's just going to be a middleweight that's not cutting weight, um, 
or like I think Ryan Bader for his first few heavyweight fights, that's what he was. He was a light heavyweight that just wasn't cutting weight. And then eventually he kind of his body just became a heavyweight fighter because he'd stopped cutting weight for so long. And then you saw it was extremely hard for him to get back to 205. Uh, so, yes, he will. He's just taking his time to get his body ready for the heavyweight division because those cats hit very hard. Why that is the hold up. Money, too. Money, money too. Money, money, money. If, if Mr. Dana White threw a whole bunch of money at John Jones, John Jones will, be, will fight no tomorrow evening. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You throw enough Dana White is all. Dana White's also said he's fighting the winner of uh, Miotrich versus Ngano 2. So that fight has to happen first. Can't debut if you don't have a fight. Any chance he, any chance he, he doesn't debut for a title fight? He just fights a fight? No. no. Don't yeah. think so. Unless yeah, he, Izzy they, they decides would, they would, he wants they would have to, to pay him. They would have to pay him like championship money yes. for, yeah, to fight. You know? Yeah. Unless for whatever dumb reason Izzy decides he wants to fight a heavyweight too, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to fight John. I'm going to beat him. We got a third belt." Like that would be nonsense because then you would be holding up three divisions. Uh, so yeah, don't do that. But yes, John will debut a heavyweight, but it'll be for a title, unless Brock Lesnar shows back up. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so we got we got we mentioned Hamzat, we got Connor talk, and we even got Brock Lesnar talk. So we 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 covered it. We covered our headline. When's Ronda going to rematch? Ronda, there you go. Ronda, Ronda. Hey, what about Bob Arum? Bob Arum. Oscar <laughs> no, the Hoya. Anyway, oh. that's the music. That's been this episode. This Tuesday episode for the A-Side Live Chat. That's Alex. That's Casey there in lovely Overcast, LA. I'm going to start my trek to quarantining tomorrow. Alex is going to be holding the fort down while I'm driving again but we'll be back Uh, until next hopefully we're back next week we'll let you know when we get our actual fight week schedule for the fight island trips but stay locked in on the MMA Fighting's YouTube channel for all sorts of fun content until then we're out watch New Japan (laughs) you're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network The Bellator Champion Series is back in action Friday, May 17th, live from Paris, France. Reigning bantamweight champ Patchy Mix defends his belt in a rematch against dangerous submission specialist Magomed Magomedov. And Cedric the Best Doombay makes his Bellator debut in front of a home Paris crowd versus Jaleel the Realist Willis. Don't miss the action live at noon EST on HBO here in the U.S., and visit bellator.com slash watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Doombay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.